are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, welcome to episode 26. I'll be talking about insurance and your business today, and Emily's going to start off with doing an overview of her balance series, which we've been covering in the last few episodes. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of wrap that up, really, and talk about how to find an overall balance, not just externally, which is a lot of what we've been um, looking at over the past episodes in terms of your work and exercise and food. I'm also going to just have a little look at internal balance as well and creating an overall balanced life. To me, balance means that you have a handle on the various elements in your life. Um, and don't feel that your heart or mind are being pulled too hard in any one direction. More often than not, you feel calm, grounded, clear-headed and motivated. So how do you find your balance? The elements in life that require most balancing can be divided into two categories, internal and external. Often people focus on one more than the other. Okay, so for example, you might find you focus on external things like your work, relationships and activities and pay little attention to what's actually going on inside your heart and your mind. On the other hand, you may find you spend much more time being self-reflective and that you sometimes miss out on the experience of living. So how do we find that balance? So if you feel that you are pulled in any one direction and uneasy about it, these are some steps that may help you get your life aligned. So first of all, acknowledge. Take some time to really look at your life your state of mind and how you're feeling. Be honest with yourself and notice the areas of your life that you're neglecting. Then examine. Notice if you're leaning more towards an internal or an external focus, or if there are areas within each category that you would like to be more balanced. Then look at setting some goals. Look at the outline to help you decide which ways you want to balance your life. Perhaps even make a list. There might be more than one goal then plan some tasks. Make a list, daily, weekly, monthly tasks that you will need to achieve each of the goals you've previously outlined. What have you tried in the past, maybe? Did it work? If not, what could you do differently? Then reflect. What is the most important thing you've accomplished in the past? How did you stay focused towards this goal? How did you handle your fears, doubts, anxieties, worries and negative talk? How does it feel to know that you accomplished the goal in spite of these parts of yourself? Okay, really take that time to think about some of those questions. Then prepare. What is your inner stuff that will try to keep you from sticking to your plan? Is it fears, worries, doubts, negative self-talk? I'm sure we all we all do have that. And it's important to try to overcome those. Can you specify the things you will say to yourself to keep yourself on track? It's really important to have that self-motivation. Then empower. 
what do you need to remember in those times? What are the things you can say to yourself to stop you from sabotaging your own development? And be kind to yourself. Balance won't feel good if you're cruel to yourself in creating it. You really need to feel good about yourself and that you can really achieve these goals. And finally, connect. Is there a person or a tactic you can use to keep yourself supported, motivated and focused in these times of transition? I would highly recommend connecting and sharing with somebody, a partner, a friend, a family member, someone that you could talk to about some of these things that you were doing and the goals that you're setting yourself because people can help you. Even just chatting things through can help to give you some positive reinforcement and help you overcome some of these habitual patterns that you've started to get into and perhaps want to change. And you'll start to create these new habits and enjoy a more balanced life going forward. Yeah, I think it's really relevant this um, today's sort of overview because, you know, we um, spend quite a bit of time, don't we, reflecting on, you know, the whole work-life balance because we work together uh, yeah. on our business and so we're together in um, work life and, and, you know, it's really a good thing to be able to reflect on all of these and, and you know, work out a method which gives you that balance that you need. Yeah, and particularly between your internal, you know, your mind, your heart, your health, and your external, your work, your social, your family, your fun, and yeah. just balancing those two things out. Yeah, no, that's really good. Thanks, Emily. Right, so I'm going to touch on insurance in your business and why you should be insuring your business. Um, now, I know it's a bit of a topic where much like um, lawyers and accountants and insurance is, is not a favourite topic of many, but um, it is an important topic. So what types of insurance should you be considering if you're starting your own online business? Uh, there's general liability, which is a, a more broad scale insurance. So that covers you if anyone else is affected by something that you do. And so that is a good one to have just as a general cover. You've got uh, the other one is business income insurance. So what that covers is when your business is interrupted by an event. So that could be a fire. It could be power cut that lasts for a few days. Um, you know, this is a good cover to have because it pays for the ongoing expenses like rent, utility bills and payroll. And it's sometimes known as uh, business interruption insurance. So definitely a good one to look at, especially if you are uh, very reliant on your business and you're also paying um, other people as part of your business because that cover will actually, as I said, pay some of the payroll um, when you can't pay it yourself. So the other one is a contents insurance. So that covers equipment and contents loss. Now, if you're working from home with your new business, that should be covered under your home content insurance. But it's also worth checking with your insurance agent or whoever you use for your insurance that the equipment and uh, software that you've put into your business is actually covered under that policy in terms of both the items and the value of the items. So it may mean that you need to increase your home cover to cover all of the equipment. 
that's not only important for fire or other damage. A lot of these contents covers will actually protect you from computer failure. So that's a really good one. And I've actually had to use that when my computer completely, you know, failed me. I actually had cover that paid for the replacement of that computer. And that's really important, you know, with an online business because you need to get up and running quickly. So you want to have that cover in place and be able to draw on it quickly. Uh, one other thing with that contents insurance is to make sure you've included any laptops that you've got and that the policy allows for those laptops to be off-site. So a lot of your contents cover for your home is only covered if it's actually in your home address. So if it goes off-site, it's, it's generally not part of the policy. So make sure that your laptops and anything else that you take off-site have been noted as, as being a portable item. The other option you can do is a professional liability insurance. So that covers lawsuits claimed against you when you make a mistake in the services you provide. So this would be a good one if you were a consultant or an online advisor um, or a coach and you've actually given advice to someone and that advice has uh, resulted in them having a loss of, of some fashion and then that cover will help protect you against any lawsuit they may take. The other one is data breach, and this is quite important for online businesses. So this will actually cover you if your data is compromised and people's personal details are leaked or stolen. So an example of that might be an e-commerce where you're taking payment details and people's personal details, like addresses and phone numbers. And if your data gets hacked and those details are released, you could find yourself in some significant hot water. So this data breach insurance would cover the costs associated with uh, fighting that legal battle. So they're the main ones that I've covered there, but I must say it's definitely best to consult an insurance advisor. And we'll put some links in the show notes to some advisors who specialize in online businesses. So you can have a look and contact them if you if you want to get some options and pricing around having your insurance covered. Another one is to make sure that your contracts, terms and conditions and disclaimers on your website are well done because that will actually provide you with some exclusions around what you could be liable for or not liable for. Um, and so I think you're, you'll find that some of your insurers will uh, make you put certain conditions on your website and that will reduce your liabilities. So it's definitely good to um, have some specialists look at that. We'll have some online specialists who can look at those uh, contracts and terms and conditions uh, and prepare them for you if you don't know where to start. So we'll put those in the show notes as well. Um, data, you want to make sure that your data is protected, as I said, because if that's compromised and you leak people's details, then that can lead to some fairly significant issues. So one thing that we use is protecting our passwords. We use LastPass, which is a password software. We'll put that in the show notes as well, but we'd highly recommend using something like that to protect your password and you know having different passwords for each site that you use. So in conclusion, you need to ensure that you correctly protect you, your business, and your family should something go wrong. Uh, you should get advice on this topic and follow it. I guess a disclaimer for us is that we're not insurance experts. This podcast is merely 
to provide you with some general information around insurance. So we do suggest that you go and talk to an expert on the matter and get cover because it, every business is special and specific. And so you'll have different insurance covers between different businesses. So you need something that's customized for you. All right, guys, well, that's all we've got time for in this episode 26, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye. And that's a wrap for this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show, and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website, emilyandblair.com. And remember that our website is a huge resource for free, step-by-step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.